what happens to your submission? It's a difficult comment that actors have. After all, actors take the time and they work really hard on their self-submit videos when they submit for a project, only to never hear or receive any feedback whatsoever. It's as if their audition goes into the data universe, <laughs> never to be heard from again. What happens to your submission? I will break it down for you in an effort to remove unhealthy speculation about your audition efforts going forward, happening on this episode of Casting Actors Cast. Welcome to Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors. Each week, we provide practical, useful information to advance your craft and your career in the business of show. And now, here's your host, casting director, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello. And welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting director Jeffrey Dreisbach with McCorkle Casting in New York. How are you? I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a great day, and I'm really looking forward to sharing with you some inside information about what actually happens when you submit a video to casting. The process, the thing that I can't stress enough is that actors tend to speculate about things they don't really have full understanding about. So I kind of want to raise the curtain about the process of self-submitting your videos, just so that my wish is, of course, helps you move on, helps you feel better about you and your work as an actor. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I say thank you for tuning in. If this is the first time you're tuning into the podcast, well, welcome. We're really happy that you're here. Um, and if you've been a longtime listener of Casting Actors Cast, I am so happy and grateful that you keep tuning in week after week. The reason I started this podcast was I wanted to give inside tips, hints, and suggestions about helping you feel more confident when you approach the business of acting. So whether it's acting tips or whether it's stuff about the business or whether it's about, oh, I don't know, a state of mind, <laughs> that all sort of helps you feel better about you. And that's the whole point of doing these podcasts. I invite you to check out the website, by the way, castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. And there you're going to find some additional information, not only about the podcast, but you're going to also see Jeff's Jots. And that's a place where I do show notes based on each individual episode. By the way, those Jots are downloadable, so you can have an entire single page for the most part, single page sheet of the entire episode, sort of a cheat sheet. But it's also a great, what I'm getting feedback about is it's just really great getting some additional information and then reminders, really helpful things that actors can kind of hang on to as they move forward throughout their careers. Also, if you do that form and it's the first time you've done it, there's a place called Dive Into the Talent Pool and it's just a, a simple website form. All you do is fill that out. I don't do anything with that information other than an occasional promotion about an upcoming show, perhaps. I don't do that very often, but on occasion, I might do that. But when you do that, you're going to get two free gifts just for jumping into the talent pool. Um, one is a video that I did called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. Um, and that's really fun. It's a free 20-minute private video that I did just for those people who fill out the form. I think you'll find that really uh, helpful. I think you'll find that very, very useful. At least that's the feedback I've been getting. 
Um, the second thing, you're going to get to download a free book on doing voiceover work. Uh, it's called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the Voice of a Workshop for Professional Actors. It's 100 pages. It's a PDF that you can download. Again, all for free. I'm just kind of giving it away. But it's really kind of a fun book that you'll find um, if you're interested in doing voiceover work. I believe this is a great foundational piece of material that you're going to find really helpful. Finally, here's my shout out to those folks at Actors Connection, Colleen and Tony, really great people here in New York. They're online. All of their classes are online, and it's an opportunity for you to be working with working professionals in the business. So if there's a, a special technique that you want to learn, if it's about auditioning for television pilots, it's about, uh, if it's about pursuing some voiceover, you know, voiceover work, by gosh, that's going to be a really great place for you to do so. And you'll see me teaching there on occasion. That's um, actorsconnection.com slash New York. All right. I think that's it for all the housekeeping today. So I'd like to share with you the sequence of events that takes place when a submission is received by casting. So there is kind of a step-by-step -step process of how this uh, not only starts, but how it comes together, and then how it produces the outcome of actually being able to cast actors from their video submissions. So I'm just going to break it down for you in a step-by-step -step process. Again, not to overdo the reason for this particular subject today, but once you know what exactly takes place after a submission is sent by you, I think you're going to find it, I think you're going to come to a different understanding and that you perhaps, hopefully, if I've done my job well enough, that you're going to feel a little bit better about the work that you're sending out to casting. So here's the sequence of events regarding a submission. So the process of obtaining submissions from actors when a role is being sought. Okay, so step one. Casting has meetings with producers, artistic directors, or directors about the characters needing to be cast. So if it's a script, we read the script. Casting takes down notes and ideas. We share those with the producer, the director, or the artistic director. For film and television, it's oftentimes just the producer. Sometimes for television, for example, the director is a hired gun for each individual episode, and so the director might not be involved in that casting process. For feature film, the director is more likely to be involved, although not 100% of the time. Sometimes it's the producer and director working together. When it's for theater, it's the director of the project, but it also can include the artistic director of the theater who also assists in making those casting decisions. So after those extensive meetings, we get a good idea about what the vision is for the project. And at that point in time, it now moves into step two, which is a breakdown is written. So the breakdown is a character description of the characters that we're looking for. We write that out. Sometimes casting is involved. Sometimes the director is involved. Sometimes it's a collaboration. There's no sort of rule about who writes the breakdown, but the breakdown is a very key 
important piece of information because that's what provides, I don't know, I guess it's sort of a, a roadmap for how you to play the character. And so it can discuss age, it could discuss ethnicity, it could discuss the emotional track of that particular character. Um, so there are all kinds of ways that a breakdown can be extremely helpful. That breakdown is then posted with the description and the requirements of the role. That's also written on the breakdown. For example, if the character needs to play a guitar, <laughs> that would be a poor piece of information that we need to put on that breakdown as well. So we post that breakdown to either a service like Actors Access, or we might send that breakdown, breakdown excuse me, directly to agents or managers, or perhaps we'll even post it publicly. Um, sometimes we'll use backstage.com and post that we are seeking actors for this particular project. Now, it's also true that sides are many times included for the talent to submit a self-tape. So the audition scenes, the audition sides are oftentimes there for the actor to download themselves, to work on the script, and then put together their own idea of how they're going to play the part. So sides may or may not be included, but more often than not, sides are included. I can tell you uh, the exceptions are some theater pieces, for example, if we're doing an EPA, Equity Principal Audition, that we would ask that the actor just do a one-minute contemporary monologue, for example. So there are some variances in, within that, but if we are looking for a specific character for a film or television project or for a specific play that we're casting, sides are more often than not, they are included so that the actor can put those sides together. Now, actors might be invited to submit a video. That's when we would send the sides at that point. So the sides aren't automatically sent when we send out the announcement. I didn't want to make that like make that sound like that's what always happens. Usually at that point in time, we invite those actors who submit themselves or the, the, their agents or managers, they submit the talent. Then we go ahead and invite that talent to do a submission. But depending upon the specifics, submissions are sent to casting by the talent who then submits the digital video file to the casting director or team involved in the project. So you, you're invited to audition, we send the sides, you work on the sides, you put your video together, you send the video based on the instructions that you get. It could be directly through casting, uh, their ca the casting office, or it could be to Ecocast, for example, which is Actors Access subsidiary, ooh, good word, of, of their organization. So it might just be sent through Actors Access. Now, step number four. The talent video is viewed. A database is then created, if it's not created already, to include pertinent information about each of the actor's auditions. So we will scrutinize and look at their resume. We will look at your self-submit video. And we try very, very hard to put notes into our database that would coincide with the requirements of the role. So, for example, if the actor and that we asked to play the guitar and suddenly their audition, they're playing the guitar, clearly that's a piece of information that we're going to include on that database.
based on the submission and based on the request to audition by doing a self-submit video, we can make a really good database that is extremely helpful for us as we try to fulfill the vision of what that role is called for. Number five, a scoring system is often used, not all the time, but I can tell you in our office, we try very hard to make sure we give a scoring system based on the role requirements, and that's also included in the database. Now, there's a lot of speculation. Each person has their own way to sort of score. I can tell you our filter is really based on um, how close that actor is to achieving that vision that we're looking for. And so that could be a numbered system, that could be an A, B, CD system that could be, uh, you know, a, a one out of 10 score. It could be, all, you know, there's no one sort of proper way that those criteria uh, are evaluated. Each casting person has their own sensibility about how to do that. Now, at that point, the database, and this is number six, is used by casting to select the talent for audition consideration. So the submission is an audition, but audition consideration, meaning a live audition with the producer, or it could mean that we provide additional material for the actor to put on self-tape. So sometimes if the actor is not living too close, or if the actor is work currently working and not available, we just have to figure it out. But sometimes it'll be a Zoom audition. So sometimes those actors are available to Zoom that audition, or sometimes they will have to submit another video and we provide new material at that point. So number seven, audition appointments and the requests are made, and then we confirm those appointments with the talent or with their reps with new, or it could be the original audition materials. Let's move on from there. Number eight, it, like I said, it's either live, Zoom, or eco-cast auditions are then scrutinized by the casting director, by the producer, by the director, any other players that are involved. For example, if it's a musical, it'll be the music director. It could be the choreographer. Um, so just depending upon who has casting say, um, those auditions are scrutinized and looked at. Then at that point, number nine, the callback appointments are given to the talent. Now, the callback could be a chemistry read. Uh, many times our callbacks are being done live in New York, especially for some of the theater things that we're working on. And so we send out either additional material or we make it a chemistry read, in which case you're redoing the material with another actor. So we follow up with more auditions if needed. Now, after that, it's exhausting, right? You've done all of that work. You've had an audition live. You've had a callback, maybe a chemistry read. Then number 10, offers are made for the talent um, with the roles. And then contracts at that point are issued. That's the point at which, so that's when the terms of the contract are talked about with the agent's help, if there's an agent involved. Uh, the parameters of the role are set. But guess what? In the original breakdown, a lot of that information is already provided. For example, the pay scale, um, if it's a, a lower budget feature film, for example, then the SAG scale rate applies for that particular film. So there are not a lot of negotiating to take place, especially on some of those lower budget films, because they're pretty much set in stone. Um, those rates, those day player rates are, are pretty much kind of like 
it's a done deal, so to speak. But there are other things that can be negotiated, transportation, for example, uh, if it's a, a film shoot that you get a, a private uh, triple banger, which is the trailer that you would get. Those are the kinds of things that are talked about. And the actor is being well taken care of, hopefully by the agent or the manager. That's the step-by-step -step process of what happens. Now, here's the, the next part of this podcast. For those actors who submit videos and do not receive any kind of acknowledgement or feedback, I understand you might often feel frustrated or rejected because there's no additional uh, communication after the submission. Well, Here's the point. I want to alleviate the consternation you might be feeling by just simply thinking about and remembering the following as you continue to submit your videos to casting. Number one, casting is pressured to find the best fit for a role. It doesn't really have the time to recognize or acknowledge each and every submission the way you might want to be acknowledged. I know that's hard here. That's hard to hear. I know. It's like your effort is there, but why can't they at least? Well, you know what? At our office, we do, we try very hard to acknowledge receipt of any audition we receive. And um, sometimes that's all we have time to do. Uh, sometimes I will tell you, this happens kind of um, more often than I wish it would, but sometimes the actor will include the link to their video and I click on their link and the video doesn't show up. And so I'll reach out to the actor and say, guess what? I, I couldn't see your video. Could you, would you, you are welcome. This is the way I phrase it. You are welcome to consider resending if you like. So a lot of every actor sometimes gets appalled that, oh my gosh, my video didn't get uploaded correctly, or or I put a put a lock on it, or I put uh, you know, I didn't give the password or whatever it is. So actors will sometimes get notification from us, but my notification is kind of really simple. You know what? I didn't get your submission. So perhaps you might want to think about resending. Um, and that happens on occasion. I wish it wouldn't quite happen as much as it does. So let's move on from there other reasons why you just need to recall why it's difficult to return uh, or to get acknowledgement or feedback about your video. Please understand that there are more video submissions being sent over a, a typical breakdown now than they were before COVID. There was understanding that we were doing live auditions. This is before COVID. We would contact the agents. We would go through our database of actors who we know aren't being represented. We would contact them directly. We would send them the sides. They would show up for the audition. And that was the process. But now, because the location of all of these actors can be anywhere in the country, and you can get a breakdown request from anybody, many, many more submissions are being sent. And so the sheer number of submissions is often, well, how can I say this, overwhelming. Our office makes a really concerted effort, I promise you, to look at every submission that we get. And uh, that is time consuming. And it's hopefully, hopefully you understand that it's more valuable to tell you that we see every audition than it is to send out a thank you for your wonderful audition notification just because of the amount of time involved. And that leads me to number three, which is expecting feedback on your audition is not 
the responsibility of the casting director. Feedback um, from a casting director is kind of inappropriate. After all, you are the talent. We're there to fulfill the vision of the producer or the director or the person that has hired us. Giving you tips and hints and suggestions is sometimes not taken very well from talent, but also when I do teaching, that is a completely different head. When I do my podcast and I evaluate submissions that actors send me, by the way, you can do that if you want. If you have a video that you want some feedback on and you don't mind it going on YouTube because we're simulcast, um, I am happy to do that. But that's me playing a teaching role. That's not me as a casting director. I hope that that makes sense. So a professional understanding of that, that feedback is not the responsibility of casting. Hopefully you're gonna find that is relieving you of some frustration. Why haven't I heard anything about my, well, you know what? Bottom line is an audition is not an event. It's an event for you in your mind, but please do your best to accept that an audition or a submission is simply part of the job description of being an actor. And I don't mean to be harsh about that. I just mean there's a, there's a, a level of acceptance that I believe quite strongly needs to take place for you to feel understood and for you to know that when you audition, there is no obligation on our part, although I'm happy to reach out if I don't get the video that, that you know was supposed to be submitted. I, I know I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole just a little bit, but let me just say this. It's advised for you to simply have a support system in place that can give you an honest appraisal of your submissions. Um, you can get feedback in classes. Uh, you can talk to fellow actors. Uh, you can talk to uh, consultants in the business that can give you some opinions about how your auditions look. Something outside of the person that you are sending the video to is a really good idea. I think that that's helpful. I hope that that makes sense. Because an audition, I think, should feel just like an opportunity to perform. And that when you can lower your expectations about the potential outcome, you are really, in my mind, adopting a healthy practice that keeps your focus on your work and not the results of each and every submission that you make. Make sense? I hope it does. Listen, I hope that this has been helpful for you. If you have any feedback or comments, go ahead. You can reach me, castingactorscast, all one word at gmail.com. Don't forget the website, castingactorscast.com. There's a comments section there as well. I encourage you to please, let's continue the dialogue. Let's hopefully make your experience when it comes to self-tape and self-tape submissions or self-submit videos <laughs> however you want to call it, let's make that a process and not a burden. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and as I've said, this is Casting Actors Cast. Have a good day. It's been great having you in our talent pool today. Your support means the world to us, so please consider sharing, liking, and reviewing this episode wherever you jump in. I'm Megan Grace Martinez. Thanks.